Well, welcome back to Cherry Beckard's Government and Public Sector Podcast Series. This will be the first in a mini-series about SFAS 54, the lease accounting standard. My name is Wardwell Hewish. I'm a managing director at Cherry Beckard, and I lead the federal advisory practice for Cherry Beckard. Uh, our government and public sector practice, GPS, focuses on services for federal and state and local uh, government entities. So we're pleased to have this opportunity to talk with you about Standard 54. I would like to pass this over to Danny Martinez. Danny. Thanks, Ward. I'm Danny Martinez. I'm the Government and Public Sector Accounting Advisory Lead at Cherry Becker. Uh, in this capacity, I work with both federal and state and local governments on technical accounting challenges, as well as new standard implementations. Spend a considerable amount of time working on the GASB version of this uh, leasing standard, GASB 87, and so I'm looking forward to utilizing our, our same you know, four-phase methodology to help federal governments implement uh, Statement 54 uh, that's going to be effective for their fiscal year 24 uh, year ends. Terrific, and you, uh, Danny, you mentioned a four-step outline. Why don't you uh, just sort of give us a top line of what those are uh, before we jump in. I think we're going to spend time talking about the first step. Is that right? Yep, sure. So so we also have an, an article uh, on our website related to the um, the four steps. But the first one, the one we're going to be covering today in detail is understanding the standard. The second step is related to collecting the leases and extracting the data. The third step is related to you know, your policies and procedures and the controls that you have in place. And the fourth step, the one that people just want to jump to, is related to getting the journal entries and your uh, disclosures. So those are really the four steps that we're talking about. Terrific. So what's the, what's the goal of the first step? Sure. So there are a few things that we like to focus on uh, early on in the process. First, uh, we tell people, get trained up. So what you're doing today, listening to this podcast, you know, start to learn about the standard and, and what you're dealing with and kind of you start to wrap your he uh, head around it. Another thing you want to do is identify your implementation team. So who is the responsible party going to be within your agency or department? And the, the last part of, of phase one is just starting to build the templates for communication and capture around the organization and starting to be able to put together that umbrella of your exposure related to uh, the statement. So, uh, so training obviously looks like it has to be a big part of it. What kind of training is available to agencies and even individuals to help them understand Standard 54? Sure. The so we are trying to be uh, a leader here at Cherry Becker in this market as far as putting together the training and collateral. Uh, so the first thing that I'm going to do is point you to our website. You know, we did a federal leasing webinar uh, with uh, our Alliance member Lease Query where we went over the federal leasing standards. We spent about an hour. This is what the standard is. This is how you think about implementing. So that'd be the first place I'd point them. There's also a related article where we dig into specifically implementation that you can find on our website. And then lastly, I would say, you know, read the standard itself. So there's a standard and an implementation guide related to statement 54. And it's not too tough of a read. I mean, you know, you can you can get through it. It's not really too much of a slog. And what I would really recommend is 
watch the webinar, you know, hear someone talk about it and tell you about it, read the article, and then go into reading the technical guidance because then you'd be like, oh yeah, that's what he was talking about whenever he mentioned that. Um, and I think that that's a really good way, uh, good way, good approach to kind of start your training. And also just to point out, you know, as we work with our advisory clients around this, we really do engage in customized ta uh, and tailored training for the federal entities, you know, specific to their agency or, or uh, organization. This is how you need to be thinking about it. And that's the first step we do when we uh, advise on this work. So uh, I imagine this needs a team. Uh, what should agencies and individuals look for in an implementation team to lead their their organization and effort like this? Right. Yeah, you know, this 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 statement really is a big deal. You know, the exposure for some of these federal agencies is going to be really large. And so it's going to be uh, an organization wide effort. So you'll definitely want someone from finance or accounting, right? Someone that, that understands how to account for this and what the standard is saying is what you're putting on the financial statements. You're going to want someone from procurement or legal or someone who has an idea of the contracting uh, around where those leases are. Um, and then you're also going to want to be thinking about, okay, my biggest risk is completeness. So what uh, areas of the organization, what departments, what groups may have the largest, uh, the most significant lease exposure, and whether it be facilities, you know, what different type of, of uh, portions within the organization, you'll want to loop someone therein as well, because what you're trying to do is cover all of the areas where you have um, significant leasing. I think, Ward, I'll share one more thing here. It's probably also a good point to tell you what who you don't want on your implementation team, right? So one, don't give it to the new person just because they have less to do, right? You just hired that new FTE. Hey, we have a project. Here's leases. Figure it out. And you know, that can be you can be inclined to do something like that. So I would recommend please you know, be really thoughtful about you know who you're putting on that implementation team. And then secondly, you know, if you're able to procure assistance, you really should. You know, you really shouldn't go at it alone. Uh, you know, our firm has worked with, has developed a model of co-sourcing where you don't need to give us everything, right? You, we, can, you, we, we lay out through the four phases. These are the things that we'll take. These are the things that you take. And just having that resource, um, advisory resource that understands, you know, the project management and understands the accounting, I think it would really um, go a long way to helping have a successful implementation. So, or that that's how I'm thinking about it as far as this statement. But what have, what have you seen in terms of federal agencies and having you know these large projects, these large implementation things that they need to get done? And wh why do you think designating that implementation team is uh, such a big deal? Well, Danny, that's a great point. Um, you know, implementation teams are important, and I'd say around you know a federal initiative like this. I can think of, I can think of two things. One is federal government uh, organizations are very large and complex. Uh, I mean, you've already mentioned there are you want to bring together several functional disciplines, but there are also program areas and mission components that are unique to every federal agency. So having people involved on a team who really understand the different parts of the organization, you know, they know who to reach out to and how is important. It gets it allows the team to have better reach. And then the second thing I think is that a team, a trained team, uh, basically becomes a trained, a, a set of trained eyes. 
you know, who understand what they're looking for and why, uh, you know, any any large project won't get by on just a data call. There really needs to be a level of engagement by people who are familiar with the organization, but they also know what it is they're trying to do and what they're looking for. Because, you know, you, you, you can't ask people three or four times for help. You want to go in there once and make sure that you're doing it right. Um, so I think, mm-hmm. but that's really, that's, I think, great point. It's, you know, large organizations, uh, large federal government organizations, you know, dedicating an implementation team really makes it more effective rather than something that sort of drags out. Sure, sure. I mean, even in the in the state and local world, some some of those larger municipalities that are decentralized. Mm-hmm. You know, the the challenges with, with the communication there. Um, you know, I, I saw some you know some horror stories related to that. So I can't only imagine in the federal world um, how important that communication uh, is. So yeah. one one last thing I wanted to, to mention in terms of this phase one, I, I mentioned earlier about template development and creation. I want to make sure that I'm really clear here. You don't need to be thinking at this point yet of capturing all of the information related to your leases. You know all of the all of the the payment terms, all of the extensions, all of the um, you know all of that type of information to input into a you know a software or to calculations. It's really how can I communicate to each of the departments? These are the things that we're looking for. We're looking for your leases for PP&E some, and, and communicating in terms of, do you have a lease of more than 24 months for something that you use that you're committed to pay for? You know, trying to break it down those words to get a, get the, the biggest, cast the biggest net possible. That way in the next phase that we cover, we can start sifting through and figuring that out in, in a little bit more, more detail. That makes a lot of sense. So, so um, how long does something like this take? Great. Yeah, we we get those calls. How long how long are you gonna take for us to to get this done? And like, well, <laughs> my of course the, I give the answer of well, it depends, right? Yeah. And and the biggest variable in terms of how long it takes to implement is how long it takes the agency or department to feel comfortable that they found all of their leases. So the the second phase, that completeness phase. If you're thinking about you're drawing a, a, a timeline, that was the one that can be that can be a small bar graph or can be extend out far out. But will I, what I will say is that think think of months, not weeks, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, it really yeah, and in the other variable is the number of leases, right? So yeah. a really small project, maybe you can get it done, um, you know, month and a half to three months. Something bigger, you know, you're thinking more in the you know four to nine month range, but it really depends on what are we getting from the agency as terms of focus between all of the other initiatives and how much of it are they outsourcing and and how much time are they are they putting into it? So um, there are some variables, but just think it, think in terms of months. And that's really why we're doing this, you know, 10 months out, starting this 10 months out from when the fiscal year when leases is uh, effective um, begins, because we just we just have seen how long it takes. And we think that now is the time to get that information uh, out there. Terrific. Well, Danny, great information. Uh, thanks for joining and uh, sharing your ideas. Uh, uh, and for people listening, you can reach out to Danny. His email is danny.martinez at cbh.com. And Danny also mentioned um, the recording from a webinar that was done recently. And that's at the same website, www 
www.cbh.com. So, Danny, thank you. Yep, great. Thank uh, Ward, thank you for uh, hosting the audience. I really appreciate um, you listening. Please subscribe uh, wherever you get your, your podcasts and be on the lookout for the next three in our podcast series as we work through each of the four uh, phases of, of implementation. You know, those should be coming out through um, the first quarter of 2023. So thank you again, everyone, for your time. Thanks.